This is the Bladcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world, hosted by Christian Blatt. Today, Christian is joined by Will Sterling and Jeff Duray. So please dim your lights, silence your phones, return tray tables to their upright and locked positions, and get ready for what is quite possibly the longest hour or shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. Friday night, I walk alone to get the feeling right. We started making out, and she took off my pants. But then I turned on the TV, and that's about the time she walked away from me. Nobody likes you when you're 23, and I saw more of you my TV shows. What the hell is ADD? My friends say I should act my age. What's my age again? What's my age again? Now, your host, because he won't let anyone else do it, Christian Blatt. Welcome to the Blattcast. Blattcast 23, also known as 23 Skidoo. Welcome. I'm very excited to be doing our first live stream of 2023. But, of course, for those of you who subscribe to the audio podcast, it's, it's just an episode. But we appreciate being here and we also appreciate uh, those of you already in the chat as always i am christian blatt the skidoo master let's see how many times i can say skidoo i'm on three already here's here's my promise over the next hour ish yes. i will say 23 skidoo 23 times i'm at four but with us is uh america's favorite skidoo mr jeff duray skidooby dooby doo now, that one doesn't count because that's yours, but mm. uh, I'm going to say it. So, uh, and uh, of course, the William J. Sterling, mm-hmm. host of History Rated R, author of Book Yet to Be Released, <laughs> star of stage and screen. You've done stage, right? Yeah, long time ago, but yes. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. wait, am I lying? No. Well, we're uh, 11 days into the New Year as we record this, but I think that's still appropriate to say Happy New Year to you both. Uh, there have been some texts, but I haven't actually seen nor spoken to you. Uh, there's there's a cutoff from when you should stop saying Happy New Year to people. I think it might be Martin Luther King Day. We're a little bit short of that. Okay. So uh, like, I think it's like a Labor Day uh, rule. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, the, uh, the latest, I think we ever kept up our Christmas tree was actually, uh, uh, Martin Luther King day because we were having like a big brunch in early January once. And we're like, place looks better when the tree's up. I'm like, you don't have to convince me. So, uh, but, uh, this year, January two, it was out. It was out. But yeah, That's yeah, quick. yeah. It's just because we're moving, and we'll get it. Oh, we'll get true. into all the reasons why we didn't, that's true. we needed a Christmas tree to not be in the living room. Um, Jeff DeRay, uh, you know, we uh, we didn't really get into the way that your 2022 ended. I should have known. I never need to say, Jeff, is it okay to talk about your life? Uh, <laughs> considering you're like, yeah, I was banging girls when I was five. You know, so, I mean, we've gotten. That's we've my seen, neighbor. Yeah. I mean, still a girl. You know? <laughs> Wait, was your neighbor the robot Megan from the uh, the hit film that's out now? Methrigan, yes. Methrigan, yeah. Which I wish, uh, I wish I had tweeted before I read it a dozen times. 
the the first thought I had is, what are they going to do when Megan three comes out and they've already put the three in the title? Oh and, no! Uh, you know, but so. the, isn't on the poster? It's like three lines. Yeah, sometimes it's I know. a three, and then sometimes it's three lines. Yeah. I think I, uh, they should just pivot and make it a workout movie called McGains. <laughs> Pain and McGains. There is a uh, Key and Peele sketch with a character, uh, Jordan Peele's playing like a girl named Megan, and it's spelled M-E-G-A-N. And Keegan Mike is chasing her like from the club. She's like, no, don't talk to me. No. And he's like, Megan, Megan, wait <laughs> for like 20 minutes. Just follow you. You left your jacket. And all I think of when I see the poster is Megan and her just going, no, that that feels like the kind of movie that uh, that uh, we, we we all collectively would have gone to see on like a weekday afternoon at one point, you know, <laughs> it's it, true. It, it, you know, what are the odds that the Megan movie is worse than the Rambo movie we saw? I think it's got to at Pretty, least be more entertaining than that. I, I think it would be, even though I think it looks stupid. I yeah. can't be worse than. than <laughs> they gender swap Chucky and I'm fucking pissed about it. <laughs> you know, the uh, I, I heard that uh, the director of the Megan film, they'd had it in development for a while. And when the Chucky reboot came out and it was oh, basically no. the same idea as their movie, they were a little nervous. But uh, how could I, they be nervous? But Chucky's already a th- that's already a no. But this Chucky dealt movie. with sort of like the AI aspect instead of just the doll, you know. I instead see. of like I'm a murderer and now I'm inside of a doll because of voodoo and stop asking questions, just watch me chop 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 kill kill kill, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and by the way, in the chat, as always, Dominicus Saxon, Happy New Year, Black Nation. I'm convinced he doesn't actually work, uh, and uh, if. There's a lot of him chatting on our shows that uh, I hope his employer never sees. Uh, in any case, oh, wait, you know what? This is important. Uh, Dominica Saxon says, I thought the three lines was supposed to be like the levels of something being charged up. Yeah, I think that it's it's oh, still a three, though. But uh, we'll get into those semantics later. And we'll also get into semantics. We'll be right back. Right up. OK, we're back. And uh, Jeff DeRay, I wanted to talk to you. <laughs> Uh, about um, you had an interesting end to 2022. Uh, I don't quite know the exact length of time. Uh, it was a rough go. You seem good now. And uh, when I t- when we talked right before Christmas, we actually talked on the 23rd. You seem to be doing all right. Yeah, I mean, I'm mostly fine. So it started like right before Thanksgiving was uh, I was just getting really sick, like waking up at 4.30 in the morning and then just violently throwing up or like dry heaving and shit. And I was like, huh, that sucks. And then went a couple days doing that. And then on the fourth day, I was like, maybe I should see a doctor. <laughs> so, uh, I well, first we, we tried to go to the doctor and it was like urgent care because the doctor's office isn't open on the weekends because people don't get sick on the weekends. And they were just like, we don't have fluid. That's a scientific fact. That's the first thing they teach you in medical school. Don't worry. People don't get sick on the weekends or when you have an afternoon tea time. No one gets sick. Anyway, Mm -hmm. back to you. Sorry. (laughs) No. So they basically told me to like drive to Foxborough, which is like 30 minutes away. They're like, just drive there and get some fluids. And I was like, that's not what I'm here for. They had you go to the stadium? (laughs) They they told me to. I didn't do it. To go see Tom Brady's former doctor? Yep. The one who like massages your butthole to make you live forever. Mm. Is that, uh, that's how that's how he does it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> note to self: uh, make sure to go to Foxborough this summer. 
Uh, it's also happily named Fox Butthole. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so so after that, I just was like, okay, I guess I'll be sick for another day. And then it was the next day that I finally was like, okay, I'm really not okay. Uh, called the doctor because they were finally back. It was like Monday. And they were like, you should go to the emergency room. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. So I went and got like an EKG on my heart and stuff because it was like hard to breathe at that point because it's like after you throw up everything for like four days, somehow it makes it the rest of your body not do well. Weird. Uh, so in dealing with all that, they basically were like, so we can't diagnose you with anything. And they ran a bunch of tests. But the thing you most likely have is this thing called CHS, which stands for cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome, which basically just means you've smoked so much pot for so long, it now makes you sick. So it's apparently this like newer thing that's not as rare as you'd think it would be, but also is generally not really known about or talked about a ton. So that's why right. they- when, when you first mentioned to me that you had this, I, I you know, it is not surprising that I'd never heard about it, but the way that my wheel started spinning is like, okay, yes, we know that you, you enjoyed an occasional toke. I think it's fair to say, but- <laughs> Uh, how is it that, you know, the, the Snoop Dogs, the Seth Rogans, and even the Jerry Garcias of the world managed to get through life without, I mean, I guess maybe Snoop Dogg had a bout of this and then figured out a way through it. Faux shizzle. But, uh, you know, so you're saying that it's actually increasingly common uh, these days. They've noticed that it's become more of a thing, I think, because of all the recreational and other like marijuana use becoming more prominent and whatever i also think it would make sense if it's connected to the higher concentrate stuff because it's i've been doing that stuff for years at this point on a daily basis or i had been and so it's easy that like that amount of the thc consumption on a regular basis would affect your cannabinoid receptors because that's essentially what it is is every time you smoke it affects your brain and your guts and uh, you're so every time you smoke, your the receptors in your gut say, "I we should throw up. This is no good." But the ones in your brain are like, "This is awesome. I don't feel sick at all." So while you smoke it to inhibit uh, nausea, like if you're a cancer patient or whatever, if you've done it too much, which is what basically CHS is, the receptors in your brain stop functioning as well. So the ones in your gut take over and go, "Oh, we smoked. Now I'm sick." So I basically had to completely stop smoking everything. So, uh, I mean, I stopped and I had stopped completely for a little while. More recently, I've gotten back into vaporizing flour because the headaches and all sorts of shit that I was <laughs> starting to get through were just like too much to deal with. And I've noticed doing it like that is a much lower uh, amount of THC and everything. So I actually don't get throw up sick i just feel like there's a giant knot in my throat but i'm able to deal with it and right. it's better than like having my head feel like it's gonna pop well now, was, obviously everybody had... knows i'm a cool guy i'm no spongebob square pants but i might ask some square questions for these squares out in the audience yeah it's hard to hit my microphone what are you gonna do about it uh, my questions are in order the first one is recreational legal weed is it stronger than the shit you used to buy from like your weed guy who you'd, you know, go meet down at, you know, the corner or whatever. And could that be contributing to this? That's my first question. So, well, the, so in general, I mean, I'm sure there are people who 
deal with this just from smoking regular weed because everybody's bodies are different in the way that you process things are different, right? For me, it seems most likely that it's because I was doing high concentrate. So it's like when I'm doing the dabs, right? Uh, I'm doing stuff that's like 80, 90% THC. Your really high-end flower is like 30. So just like this tiny little thing that I'm doing is three times as potent as the most potent weed you're likely to get at a shop like that. So yes, the weed is stronger in the sense that there's, it's more refined. It's a scientific botanical science, right? So when you've got more people doing it for production, you can in, uh, help innovate the ways that they produce it and get higher yields, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, it's probably better than like something somebody grew in their backyard or whatever, you know, came from wherever. But that said, it's not necessarily going to lead to problems. It's more like the only people that it really tends to affect are long time habitual smokers. So it's like you have to have been smoking every day for years before it really affects you. And I never really took any tolerance breaks ever. So again, there's lots of little things that you can do that probably mitigate your risks of getting CHS. And that's the other thing is there's no guarantee that's what I actually had because a lot of the reports are like, oh, if you ever smoke again, you're going to get sick right away. And that's not the case with what happened for me. Like when I tried to do it again, I was okay. I felt like I got way higher than I've been in a long time. (laughs) I had taken such a long time off. And like I said, I'm having some of the dysphagia, which is like when you feel like something's caught in your throat, but it's not, but that happens just in general. Um, And the extra shitty part was right. So I dealt with that for a week and then I had a week of being like, okay. And then immediately after that, I had a bout of vertigo. So basically like my whole, world was spinning for about a week which my thinking is one thing that could treat vertigo would be cannabis in some way right is that correct Uh, but the last time i had about i literally smoked and that's what helped get me back to your earlier point would you say that it is better for the public out there to consider uh freshly squeezed florida grown weed instead of the stuff from concentrate i again i think you can do concentrates i I knew that I had like really, really bad habits because it's like, (laughs) if we're going to get into it. So the biggest reason I smoked is loneliness. I'm just, I get really lonely and really depressed a lot. And the easiest way to be fine being by yourself is to get high, to smoke some weed, because then all those feelings of like, what am I doing? Blah, blah, blah. Just go away. And you're like, "Ah, I feel good. (laughs) So, you know, being in a kind of extra isolated position, I was smoking way more than I should every day, all the time. It's like, you know, I was consuming significantly more than Natasha. It's just like the amount that she's had to buy since I stopped versus when we were both smoking. It's like very obvious. I was going way too overboard with things. So it's, it's a, you know, in a lot of ways, I've looked at it as like a real positive, uh, just like something to force me to change my habits, right? Like sometimes those are the best things when it's just like a wrench gets thrown in the works and you just can't justify doing things the way you used to do them. So you have to make a positive change. And so that's the way I kind of took it. I didn't get upset about it. I wasn't like, I can't smoke anymore. I was like, all right, I got to, you know, shift what I'm doing. And I was totally cool with it. And really the only reason I've gone back to doing the tiny little bit of stuff that I am now is to keep my, because there are 
obvious health benefits. Like my body does a lot better when I start having like a really bad headache. If I smoke a little bit of the, like vaporize a little bit of flour, which again is way lower in THC content, makes my head feel better. I don't get too high. I just feel better. I could experiment with CBD, but uh, mostly CBD is activated by THC. So you kind of need a little bit of THC to get the real benefits of CBD anyways. Will, as uh, as you're hearing uh, this tale unfold, I know you knew a little bit about this. Uh, just what are some of your thoughts? I feel like you might have been ready to jump in with something earlier, but uh, I, I yammered over you. So No, just that also like it makes sense that you – it would be hard. I mean, something like this cold turkey, it's like I would think anything like this takes some weaning off. You know what I mean? Like to go immediately then to zero, your body's it would be I would think you'd need a little bit to work your way backward as opposed to like, you know, it's like not to say it's the same, but like people who drink, you know, it's like drink if I drink a lot, which like I do, and then there's like I'm like, I'm gonna take a couple of days off. I'm like, oh my God, get like shape. If it's like been a rough week, I'm just like, oh right. This is uh, something I do consistently. And when it's not happening, I'm very aware of the fact that it's not or coffee, even like caffeine. So uh, it makes sense that you have to kind of wean wean off of it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, the uh, the amounts, my little bit of the understanding, it's uh, when we look back on uh, Black Cats 420, when the uh, three of us all did uh, edibles, (laughs) I don't remember the amounts we talked about, but I know that I was like the little dust of the you know the horton here's a who and whoville that's like boop, i had that and uh i i think will had like a, you know will had like a man's amount i think and it was like jeff jeff was like yeah they backed up a fucking dump truck and i just uh, laid under it yeah i thought i remember you saying you took 400 milligrams 400 milligrams of an edible was n- like nothing for you and i was like oh my god like i've accidentally taken 100 milligrams before and it ruined my life for three days like <laughs> I was high on this podcast the day after I actually took a Oh, I remember that. And I was just like, oh, God. I'd say like 250 milligrams was like my, I'm going to start to feel something kind of a dose. That's crazy. My tolerance is high for a bunch of reasons because I did it all the time. And then I just, I have a high tolerance for things in general because I'm a larger person. Except bullshit. Except bull, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Zero bullshit tolerance. <laughs> Truth to power, brother. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, the best story is uh, this was when it was all still like medicinal in California. I had gone, I was working at Premier at the time, and I had gone to pick up a muffin for myself and this other kid. There was these muffins at this one shop, and they were a thousand milligrams in just this like one muffin, right? So they at the shop are like, do not under any circumstance eat more than a quarter of this at any, in any one go. And I was like, okay, cool. We went back. I went back to the studio and we both <laughs> ate the entire muffin. <laughs> and so I went home after that and I rode my, this is when I was living in Glendale. I rode my bike from my house in Glendale to the Galleria was like walking around, bought some sunglasses and then rode my bike back and was like, I feel great. I don't know what they were talking about. Ordered a pizza. And then it all hit me like a shit ton of bricks. And I was like, oh, I don't feel good. <laughs> and I just like passed out for the rest of the weekend. I was like, no. Look, if if they didn't want you to have that much of it, the muffins shouldn't have been so big. It's like, why do they put Coors Light in a 30 pack if they don't want me to drink all 30 of them? Doesn't make sense, does it? Yeah. No, it's, that's a serving size. Um, I, uh, a, a, a friend of the YouTube channel, uh, a, a former uh, fan of uh, various Dennis Miller shows, 
I'm always hesitant to go to him, but Ross JD, I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, people are weak if they can't handle THCA flash vaporized and D D see, I can't even say that word. Uh, <laughs> decarboxylated. Thank you. In the absence of CBD. Is there, is there something to what he's saying? I, I don't, I, I, there were like two words that I didn't quite get. So no idea. <laughs> okay. he's talking uh, about. I got this part though. You turned into Jonah Hill. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I guess, but, uh, you know, because I, I mentioned Seth Rogen and mm. Jonah Hill's always sort of like the, um, you know, he was like, I mean, you know, he starred in Superbad because Seth Rogen got too old for the part. So he's like kind of often been like the TV version of Seth Rogen. And then I think then they both branched off and had uh, wildly successful careers. Um, but and, debatable, you know. Yeah, debatable. Yeah. No. I mean, which one of them which one of them made a sausage party movie though? That's the real question. You're right. The real question. Yeah. Um and, and this is yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So he's saying that uh Jonah Hill couldn't handle the strong weed and went psychotic. He started taking judo classes with little kids. It sounds like a movie that he made, you know. Hmm. It's you know, he has to teach the judo class uh because uh, you know, it was something that happened in like the divorce settlement. It's like, all right, but you're going to have to teach a, a judo class. Like there was uh, the premise between behind uh, Norm McDonald's sitcom was that he was a social worker because uh, he'd been a hockey player and uh, he, I don't know. He like owed the government a lot of money or something. That sounds like yeah, Mighty Ducks. Social worker. Yeah, it's prob probably the same idea. As, as Mighty Ducks. It's fucking kids. Uh, God, and uh, somehow stuff. Artie Lang was his brother because, you know, they look the same. Why uh, is it always like movies where like questionably deplorable men like who are menaces to society, like what they have to do is like volunteer with children. Like that's the worst. That's probably the least those are the likely people, group yeah. of people we should give yeah. and trust you to to take care of them. But okay. Yeah. It's a good movie plot. Then let's do it. Yeah. For his crimes against society, Jeffrey Epstein has been sentenced to. <laughs> you need to rehabilitate. Yeah. You got to make peace he, with kids. He he was gonna have to uh, become a kindergarten cop, actually. So uh, that's I, I not cancer. It, uh, it, it's a good thing that he uh, took his own life. The official story that I think we should all believe. Mm -hmm. I, I don't see any reason. There's nothing fishy about about that. Uh, turn of events and uh if if he did get uh as as they call in the business if he did get hillary clinton uh i uh, couldn't happen to a nicer guy literally couldn't have happened to a nicer guy hillary clinton <laughs> you know? uh yeah you know because uh <laughs> speaking of norm mcdonald on, uh, on the view <laughs> so i was like oh you you yeah yeah no the clintons are murderers and uh barbara walters was uh not not letting him have that conversation. He's like, no, but it's it's really well known. It, it's, this guy Vince Foster died under uh, peculiar circumstances, uh -huh. and uh, uh, Barbara, you know, yes, she did a show like The View, but at the same time, she's still a newswoman, and she's like, yeah. you can't come out of my show and say Hillary Clinton's a murderer <laughs> because she is. Wink. Anyway. Um, so Jeff, I'm glad to hear that you're doing reasonably well. And then you sort of answered one of the things that I was wondering, which was if you were going to have to go like cold Turkey for the rest of your life. And it seems like that's not the case. Um, are you hesitant to, uh, you know, dip into the, the old mushroom bag or anything else? Uh, or you feel like th this was specifically a, a weed related issue? 
Well, it's it the specifically the CHS is a weed related issue, and it was uh, it was not at all the psycho psychedelic effects of it. It was the physical effects on my body, like the same reason why I was taking such high amounts of uh, the edibles is because it was like my brain had gotten so used to smoking these high level concentrates and all this shit that it's like it barely affected me, like. I barely felt anything when I would smoke. I was just like, yeah. okay, I feel a little less tension on my body. And that was about it. Hmm. So it's, it was a really nice to, to kind of be forced to take the tolerance break because now it's like, I can do this, you know, significantly reduce. They have that Natasha has a, what's called a PAX three. So it's just this little, you know, handheld device, you pack a tiny little bowl into it and it heats it up. So you're not even getting all the extra particulates in and then just gives me a nice little head change, but I'm not like high or anything. Cause I'm also used to not really getting high from smoking. So it's just, it's like, okay, this is serving the purpose that I need it for, which is just mostly when I have really bad headaches, which has been, I mean, all that stuff that was happening then followed up by the crazy winter storms that we've been having, I think was just a recipe for disaster because anytime the barometric pressure kind of goes crazy, my head, suffers <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's it was like hard to tell how much of it was the weather and how much of it was like oh no because i also so it's like with the vertigo and stuff uh i also completely changed my diet uh because i was you know i was feeling so shitty that i was constantly googling anything that could be like the cause of the vertigo and everything right. that you could possibly do. I was doing these things called cantilever maneuvers. So it's literally like you sit on the edge of your bed and you slam your fucking head back and then turn to the side and then turn to the other side and then sit up real quick. And it's like supposed to maybe dislodge some of the crystals that might have come out into your inner ear because of this and it wasn't helping. So then I switched to a uh, low sodium diet, right? So I've been cooking myself all, uh, I've been cooking for myself a lot more than I used to. And, you know, paying attention to all the little ingredients and checking all my daily values of sodium in every fucking thing, which is in everything. <laughs> yes. Uh, Cause you have to have some sodium to survive. That's kind of, it's a, it's a shitty thing to need to go low sodium. Cause it's like, you need sodium, but also not too much sodium, but also everything has way too much sodium. So have fun. Yeah. Cause it's like, anytime you try to cut out other things like sugar carbs and things, and you're like, yeah, it's a good thing. You're not trying to get the salt or sodium out of these things because you know, there's gotta be something in there. <laughs> you're trying to have these other things not in it. So you got this low carb thing, but it's like, yeah, we just kind of dropped an entire salt lick into it when we were making it. What are you going to do about it? Um, you were talking about storms, Jeff. Was it? Were, I don't. I I know that like the Buffalo area was like you know the this like unprecedented like you know just feet and feet of snow. Did uh, did your, you over in jolly old New England? Uh, did you uh, get uh, some? some wintry mixes and, and big snow accumulations out that way. I'm pretty sure some people did, but I remember like the way the map was working out, it's like a lot of Western mass was getting it. And then there's right. just this slice basically right around Boston and South of it, which is where I live. That was like, ha fuck you rain. So when that massive, what are you going to do? Fucking snow on me. Yeah. Come on. Give it a fucking try. Snow is a pain in the ass. Cause you have to shovel the driveway, but then afterwards and around it, it's like, Oh snow. It makes the, 
environment look much prettier. It's like a fun thing. You can do things like skiing and sledding and stuff. But this was just like, what if it was high 30s, low 40s, freezing cold rain all the time? And what if I up the ante by saying hurricane level winds that literally Natasha went to go to work in the storm and it ripped the windshield wiper off of the car. So she had wow. to come back and take a different car to work because yeah. winds were so intense. And so you're also like, cause there's a bunch of trees in my backyard, like right close to the house. So I'm constantly like, don't fall over. Don't fall over onto the house. I do not want to have to deal with this right now. Don't fall over. So you didn't consider getting on the hood of her car and just staying there with your arm the and squeegee. like going, yeah, just like going back and forth with your arm, becoming a human windshield wiper. I offered, but she said, uh, no, thanks. <laughs> I wanted to actually be clean. Uh, well, uh, here in, uh, in Los Angeles, uh, you know, if, if there's a drizzle, uh, everybody cancels all their plans for the rest of the week and uh, hides under the bed. But when there's actual rain, you just realize like, oh my God, there's no way that this place just isn't designed for it to rain as hard as it did for, you know, three, four days. And uh, uh, Will, uh, obviously you've been in town over the last like week or so, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've, uh, you've, you definitely were witness to like, Ooh, it's still going. And it was just like, you know, usually it runs over to the side. There's places for it to go, but then eventually there's just so much rain. You're like, I, 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 I think there's nowhere else for it to go anymore. You know, it's, <laughs> uh, it's gone. I never see the, like, I always like there's videos of like Melrose, like flooded, like a river. And I'm like, I'm yeah. never around any of the places when it's for me, like where we live, like it got, it got pretty wet, obviously, and there was like areas where there was like really big puddles. But for the most part, I was like, this is not a huge inconvenience for me. But it's like all over the city, like flooding and mudslides and shit. And I'm like, I guess this is a decently placed part of town where I don't have to deal yeah. with the inconveniences of, of flooding. Well, I, I, uh, I'll talk a little bit about uh, some personal experiences, but uh, something that I witnessed this morning outside of the uh, judgment free zone. Uh, is uh, this was not if this is obviously just for our visual audience it was not like this when I went I think I went uh, Monday night and uh, you go there today and uh, just so much of the paint had peeled off just from the rain (laughs) (laughs) and you know that tells me a couple things and and I'm sorry I was not judgment free out in the parking lot but I was in the parking lot so it's okay inside I didn't judge anybody anybody worked there anybody who was working out outside I had judgment and my judgment said uh wow they, that's a shitty paint job yeah <laughs> because like oh the rain washed it away is that what happened i mean so, that those buildings and that area is like yeah it's kind of a garbage location but well it's literally like for uh for the the you know literally everyone in the audience including joe who's never <laughs> gone to the planet fitness in burbank just will and i uh, it's literally like there's a fence and the runway to the Burbank airport is right. That's right. Yeah. It, it's like, I, I, it looked like I was driving into a uh, Southwest jet this morning when I was mm. uh, pulling out. And, feel, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel like all construction, like everything you in California is only built to just bake under the fucking sun. Right. Yeah. It's like all the paint is meant to be paint that when it clearly fades in two days after it's been painted, that it'll look fine. Oh, it's fine, nice and yeah, faded. Fine. Not 
it's not meant to be any kind of weather resistant because we don't have weather. Like right. I can't imagine how bad the flooding was. Uh, I mean, not like flood flooding, but like the flooding of the streets, because again, even when it drizzles, the reason everything's canceled is because it's like the highways look like they have more water than came out of the sky. It's just like, yes. how can you so poorly and inefficiently build a road system? Cause I can't imagine that like just because it gets so hot means you shouldn't have any drainage or anything else when it's like rain does happen. It's not a. Yeah, it doesn't happen often. And it, I think the Los Angeles area is designed for, you know, a moderate amount of rain a few times a year, which is usually what we get. But when you have like, uh, I think somebody characterized it as, uh, I think it was actually my friend Nate Miller uh, tweeted that it was, you know, these are like, these are the kind of storms that uh, God warned Noah about, you know, <laughs> just like the amount of water that was there. And uh, yeah, it just eventually there's nowhere to go. And uh, what I experienced personally is uh, the room that I am in now, which uh, I'll have an announcement about this room in an upcoming episode, but uh, the room that I'm in now where I've done uh, many black casts and various other shows over the last three years uh we've lived here for 12 years now and water the only time water ever got into this room is because of, of, of an issue with a pipe water never came in from the outside well water got in <laughs> and uh i can i can look all around here and uh you can see uh you know it's it's drying I, i've uh, had to throw away a few things the good thing is that uh, all these comic books you see here up on a shelf yeah that's why you don't put them on the floor uh, right. For the the one day every four years where it rains that hard, uh, you know, you want to make sure that they're they're up high. And I did have a bag of comics that was actually on the floor, but I had a hardbound volume of something that let's just say I didn't care that much about. And that that soaked up all the water. And then, the you know, Bible. when you go through when I go through the box of comics that did get wet, uh, I was like, oh, look, the ones that are bagged and boarded are uh, in good shape. There's a reason we keep them safe. Uh, well, Ghost 8386, uh, good to see you. Says, I've been living in the Inland Empire since 1986. So uh, I'll ask Ghost because he's got more experience uh, in this area than I do. I've lived here. I'll have lived here 20 years in in uh, August. And, well, I know you're a, a native of SoCal. Uh, but uh, interesting uh, uh, you know, so is this like a once in a lifetime thing that happened for you, Ghost? I had never seen anything like this. Dominicus Saxon with the on brand comment that uh, didn't come up. There it is. So Christian's murder hole is now Dagobah. Uh, yes, basically is uh, what happened to it. And uh, it's uh, it's a little musty in here. Not gonna lie, it's not a great smell. Uh, I had to throw away some cardboard. For the most part, things are okay. This is the stuff that I worry about. This is the stuff why it's on the shelves. And uh, for some of you, know that uh, we're we've bought a home also in beautiful Burbank, California, and uh, we're uh, gradually moving things into that. Well, water got into the garage at that house too. So <laughs> that was uh, it. Was like, oh, I got stuff out. Oh boy! But most stuff we have is in like those huge plastic bins from like the container store or Target or whatever. And uh, I spring for the ones with the hefty brand name because then that means that the lids close. Mm. Uh, so uh, you know, for the most part, it's I, I did okay. 
Uh, but uh, Christ, has it been a pain in the ass while I'm trying to move? <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh, because now it's like, yeah, I was going to just move all this shit. And there's like stuff that I'm like, oh, I should throw that away. Well, then it's like stuff. Well, now I have to throw it away, you know? But I feel uh, like it's it's a, it's annoying when you have to like carry a box to your car in the rain. Yes. One thing. Yep. But if you're moving your entire home, uh, I could imagine that that. Yeah. I, and I there were there were a couple of days where I was just like, uh, you know, I'll I'll stack them, I'll put stuff in them, but uh, I wasn't I wasn't actually moving anything. Yesterday afternoon, the heavens opened, and uh, it was glorious. Until they close again on Saturday. Yes. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, can I have everything into the new place? And then the problem with having the new house is uh, that you don't know where the water comes in, you know? So it came in on the side of the garage and there was like, the only thing that got damaged was uh, the the box for our Christmas tree that we're planning on probably throwing away anyway. So everything else was in plastic bins and it's like, "Eh, whatever. Well, at least there you go. You get to learn the, uh, the, the weak, any weak rain spots. Yeah, right away. I know. But my my office is uh, the back part of the garage was converted into an office, the, into an office by a previous owner. So I was just like, I don't know where to put anything in here. I have like a folding table with like a bunch of plastic containers stacked, probably a little too high. Uh, and I was just like, I, I just didn't know what was going to get wet. I don't have any shelves in there. And uh, so, you know, we're feeling it out, but uh, it'll be fun. And uh, you'll you'll see one day people will be able to see the um, the office that I'll that I'll have over there in the new house. But, uh, well, it seems like uh, your part of L.A. Uh, didn't uh, get uh, you didn't seem to have some of the same issues that those of us in the Valley did. No, I mean, I, apparently up like I'm not that far from Melrose, but apparently up in certain areas, it was fucking horrible. But I guess I'm in a decent location where. Yeah. Well, you, no, you don't live with too the crazy. riffraff. I mean, I think that that's, that's safe no. to say. Yeah. Oh, Melrose Place. Yeah, fuck that, <laughs> fuck that place. Um, and I was driving yesterday for work to go up to the studio. And it was raining pretty hard, but I didn't have any trouble getting getting up there. I don't know. I, there is a degree to which I see it. I see photos of it and video and the news. And I'm like, this shit's really horrible. But then I also listen to, you know, people in Los Angeles, anytime anything happens that isn't a regular day, like people talk about it for forever. Any kind of earthquake, even if it's like a 3.5 for days, everyone's like, where were you in the earthquake? Yeah. Where were you? I was in my house and I was making a sandwich and the knife, I felt the knife and I was like, am I dizzy? Like people just go on and on and on about it. I don't want to point, I don't want to point any fingers. But I think I might know a couple of gents who worked for a network who did a lot of podcasts for people that uh, everything out of their mouth is basically what you're saying. I'm not pointing any fingers. I'm not naming any names. I'm just saying I feel that that might be. Yeah, there, it sounds There's familiar. two gents who worked and, and currently still work. I don't, one, I, I don't know, actually. I, I know you work, with, uh, you work with Phil Rosenthal. That seems to be That's like a big gig for yes. you, yeah. right? Yeah. And and of course, history rated R with Craig Smith available right. wherever you find pods podcasts. No, that's that. Yeah. Hey, Lots Craig's got a new book out. What's it mouth. called? Let's do, let's plug remember. Craig's book. The, the Call, I think. Oh, wait. The Call. Yeah. Remember the song that uh, Dennis used to like to play? Uh, the uh, I still believe. What? That might have been before Which your one? time, actually. Is I remember for people like us. In oh, yeah. places like this. Right. Okay. I still believe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what song? Yeah, I yeah, do remember yeah. that. 
the call. So, uh, so Craig wrote a book about right. that song. About that song, yeah. Deep, yeah. deep dive on. Yeah, I knew Dominicus Saxon would be down with me. Love that song. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, so largely, I didn't. Uh, nothing really inconvenienced me, and I and I get tired of people in Los Angeles talking about any kind of. Natural. No, I mean I'm going to talk about it because uh, I not I you water damage for the first time ever. The kind and, uh, of people. My water damage uh, happened largely because the the townhouse I live in across the way about six weeks ago they had some flooding so they had to do some work so they dug they dug up in front of our place to help out them and then there's all this mud oh, that no. hadn't settled in yet so it was like well the water had to, had to go somewhere and apparently it went here so yeah exactly so in any case uh you know it's uh it is just rain uh but at a certain point you're like it's still coming down you know and my kids didn't know what to think about it. It's like, what do you mean I have to wear boots to school again? Again. You know? And I'm like, aren't kids supposed to like jumping in puddles? Or is it just yeah. because my kids aren't Peppa Pig and her brother George that oh. I, I just, uh, I'm disappointed that they're not jumping in puddles <laughs> all the time. Okay. I will say walking the dog in the rain is a fucking huge inconvenience and I hate it. Oh yeah. I would imagine. So did you, did you think about saying to Chuck, like, can you just go walk yourself, bro? You got to hold it. No, he just had to hold it for days. <laughs> he, he was just like, you really got to go. And you're like, like, no, it's too bad. Did, you could have pointed at the toilet and been like, come on, teach yourself. I, yeah. I, I, I've seen a YouTube video of a cat that figured out how to do that. Like <laughs> you're trying to tell me that cat's smarter than you. You're a German shepherd. Are you smart? You should be able yeah. to figure out how to do these things. <laughs> cops, cops do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It was, uh, it, it, it's, you know, it was like the, the joy of my kids going back to school was, uh, it was such a great feeling, you know, January 9th, because they, uh, they, they went until December 23rd, the last time we did a show. And then it was like, well, you got two weeks off, but boy, it's like everybody, pretty much everybody went back to work while the kids were still home. And, uh, I was like, I told my wife, I'm like, I, I could probably get a day of that, but I'm not going to get anything packed up for the house. So we shipped them down to uh, my in-laws for uh, the weekend. And, you know, they probably enjoyed that more than our trip to Orlando where they got to go to Disney, the magic kingdom yes. and uh, Epcot, you know, just uh, spending three days or, uh, because here's the difference. Three days with, with uh, Popo and Gung Gung is what we call their grandparents. Mm -hmm. uh, three days with them better than Disneyland because who's not there. <laughs> mom and dad so i get it i've been a kid i remember you know so uh, i'm sure that uh that it seemed like fun but uh i was uh i so i spent about five days in florida when i was down there and um you know a couple of disney days and you know i live somewhere warm as you know will and, and jeff obviously it's warm in southern california but then it's like oh this is why all the old people come to florida it was like it was like 86 degrees on January 1st. Like the day we flew out, I I like had the kids all dressed up for the airplane because, you know, it gets cold in the recycled air. And I'm just like, no, it's too hot. They can't be dressed like this during the first part of the day, you know. So it's uh, I mean, I get it, but uh, I, I don't know. I think that uh, it's a little overrated in a few ways. I wanted to I wanted the public supermarket and I was looking at these prices and I'm like, I thought California was supposed to be expensive. Why is everything so goddamn expensive? And is it because I'm in Orlando? I wasn't even in Orlando. I was in Kissimmee. Kissimmee. Nothing funny about that word. 
And they tell me they say they they tell me that the name of that town is is Kissimmee, and I'm like, but that's not funny. Why would you call it Kissimmee when you can say Kissimmee? <laughs> you know, it's like even my seven year old understood that that was a joke. And um, I won't I won't regale everyone with tales of uh, my family vacation, but uh, we met up with uh, my uncle Robert, my aunt Gal. They used to live in Jersey, but of course they live in Florida now. And uh, my uncle Robert was always the guy go when they retire is where everyone from the Northeast goes. And it's Mm. like from the Midwest, some of them retire to Arizona. I've found that that's, that's sort of the the Scottsdale. And I think some of it, yeah, I think some of it has to do with uh, what baseball teams have spring training in each location. You know, it's like, well, the Cubs and the Brewers and the White Sox, those are in Arizona. So let's go ahead and retire to Arizona. And then, you know, the, the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Mets, they're all in Florida. So let's go ahead and retire down there. In any case, uh, my Uncle Robert was always like the it was like the guy that like at, at every party, the, he would just be telling jokes and, you know, he'd be there to make you laugh. And every once in a while, I'd lean in and say, like, don't 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 tell Aunt Gail I told you this one. And he'll tell you the funny joke that was like, you know, mildly inappropriate. Uh, yeah, he's the guy I used to talk about. We would talk about like Howard Stern, like what we'd heard on it. And um we're just waiting, you know, in line and going around with him. And Felix is just rattling off joke after joke that he knows. He just knows these jokes from joke books. He heard them. A couple of them are originals. And uh, I mean, he's he's easily got a tight five minute set that I think uh, I think he could. I actually think he could feature uh, at the comedy store if uh, that's possible. But anyway, so my kids just rattling off all these jokes. I mean, this motherfucker's funnier than I am. I mean, <laughs> easily. And my uncle Robert's just so so impressed. And I'm just like, it, it was almost like it couldn't have gone better if I was feeding him jokes. And I was like, tell him this one, you know. And uh, so I'm just counting the days. It was like, when when does he start doing the black cast? When does this turn into the uh, the Felix black cast? You know, because uh, I think that would be more entertaining anyway, if I had to guess. But I don't know. Anyway, so it was uh, it was good to to get away uh, for a little bit, but n- kind of not in the way where you're like, yeah, well, you know, we have to move. And it's like just added pressure this time. The the painters wanted to paint our new house while we were away. And I was like, I really don't want that because then we had to like give key like keys to the new painters. There's nothing in there. But it's just like it's just strangers can go into your house when you're, you know, what, I don't know, 2,500 miles away. Dealt with it, whatever. I'll get over it one day. But um, uh, Ghost 8386 is the last time he went to Disney World was 1989. Seems like the 80s was wow. a good time for Ghost 8386. Inland Empire since 86, 89 uh, was the last time we went to Disney World. When was the last and Ghost 8386, you're going to agree with me that the best era for Marvel Comics pretty much ends in like maybe 1992. You know, it's like the golden era of, you know, you got you got your Hobgoblin, you got, uh, you know, all the best uh, X-Men stories that got adapted. And it just kind of peters off after that. You know, once 80s I don't know about golden. DC. Well, was that is that the golden age for DC as well? I mean, there's a technical golden age, you know, no, 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 refer no, 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 no. to your personal preference. Age. I mean, I would say the 90s is because that's what I grew up reading. Uh, sure. That's fair. That's that's the substantial 
ground for in in which Wally West was the Flash. Did they you know? did they so, do the same stuff as Marvel where it's like this is the hologram cover and it's yes. pre-bagged with a card and oh, it's yeah. like all the gimmicks to get you to buy multiple. They must have done the same thing, right? Absolutely. The Death of yeah. Superman, remember that? Like the fact oh, that that, ish, that comic was like worth, worthless because there was so many yeah. like bagged copies and hologram shit and like stores yeah. just had so much extra that it was like cool, this is uh yeah, this is worth. You can get, yeah. I mean, uh, the I believe still the best selling comic of all time is uh, X Men number one, the Chris Claremont Jim Lee X Men number one, and uh, it's a dollar cover price. I believe you could buy it for two dollars today. I'm almost positive you could get it. You know, if you have the bag with all the covers, you know, then you could probably you know get like ten bucks. You know, but yeah, yeah, it was a, uh, you know. They just uh did it, you know, just wanted that uh just a little bit of that extra cash. Except you started to feel like, oh, maybe they're like stealing up these books because they're not very good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like don't read them. Just yeah. put them on a shelf. That's what my brother was always that guy. He was like, if you take it out of the bag, you're gonna it's not gonna be worth anything anymore. So like I would have all these comics that I was scared to read because yeah. He had put the fear of God in me that like you you have to leave everything in the package. That's and then at some point I was just like fuck this I can't yeah. I, I want to look at the stupid pages. Yeah, I mean so. I was already a little bit disenfranchised by that point when the the big uh, executioner song was the crossover and I was like I'm gonna see if this is any good. I'm gonna read this. You know, yeah. it's like like I can look at this cover with Wolverine and Cable, or I could read it and see yeah. what they do when they're together. The answer. Deadpool three is probably going to be better than uh, Wolverine <laughs> Cable finally getting together. Just guessing. You know? I one of my goals in life is to become so rich that I can buy a decently well graded copy of Action Comics number one, crack it open out of the thing, and read it. Yeah. Oh, I want to okay. smell Wait, those. You, I'm sorry. Pages. Did you say? An, did you say and eat it? Oh yeah, crack it open and eat it. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yum, about. Yum. Just yeah. Smother it in jelly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little popsicle juice. <laughs> Just that way, it's a part of me forever. Um, are you know are are you guys familiar with the Angry Girlfriend variant of Amazing Spider-Man number fourteen? No, I just read something about this. Uh, I had read about it years ago. I hadn't thought about it in a while, but uh, this is reasonably contemporary. I don't know why it came up not too long is, ago. Is, is that like but, the Angry ahead, Girlfriend Jeff. variant of Bob Dylan's Blonde on Blonde? <laughs> What is the angry variant? <laughs> there's, Bob? I, I'm, I'm honestly, I don't remember which album it is, but there's a, a Bob Dylan album where he had his at the time girlfriend like on in it on like pictures because there's kind of inside the gay fold, there's like a little collage, yeah. And then she was like, no, and they broke up. So then there's a new, there's a different version where she's been removed from all that, oh. and there's like a story going around about whether she asked to have it removed or if he just removed her from it just to like erase her from it. Yeah. Yeah. Also known as the C word variant, but the, uh, so I'm showing our visual <laughs> audience. This is just one side and there is another side, which I'll show. So this is amazing Spider-Man, uh, four, actually, I think it's 44. No, it's 14. And I think that so this is old. the first, this is the, yeah. So this is amazing. This, this is just, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 14, the first appearance of the green goblin. And, uh, somebody and I guess this copy made the rounds for a while. Uh, and if you can look, it's important for this side, the front 
of it. It is graded. It has a CGC grade of 1.8, which means probably that the pages inside aren't ripped. And, you know, there's like something to it, but it says chance go to hell. (laughs) And then also it says turn over. So, uh, you know, obviously chance, uh, well, there was a note on himself and it didn't pay off. What did it say on the back? Did she write a note? All right, we'll start. Like, oh, she's a turn it over. I want you to turn yeah. it over. I know I'm going to turn it over. We but... want to see the dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> Show the gross side of your face. Yeah, it's like every, your face. every time Spider Man is in that pose where his legs are spread as he's jumping, there's just dangling balls drawn <laughs> yeah. in. I love that, like, it looked at least that I probably would have been graded much, much higher, but of course it gets docked yeah, for the all it, the sharpie on it. Wrote in black marker all over it. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, and it says, in no way am I trying to be noble. I'm not quite sure what it says there uh, or, or, or anything. And it just says, I never thought I'd be able to destroy something that meant so much to me. As far as I'm concerned, you're dead. And then did he respond with a different copy where it was Y-O-U apostrophe R-E and then a little <laughs> asterisk. <laughs> yeah. And that might've been, that might've been why she was the uh, angry girlfriend. So apparently this copy made the rounds for a while and people knew about it. You know, dealers would see it and you know, there is some value to it because you know, it's the first appearance of the green goblin. And it's like, if you can get this at a 1.8, uh, you know, I mean, the fact that somebody got it graded and slabbed, which that's the 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 technical term for the plastic like you know case around it, uh, is crazy. But I have to say that if an if an ex girlfriend had been so mad at me, there's a few comics of, she could have done that with my, let's see, eh, probably Days of Future Past, Uncanny X Men one forty one, one forty two. She could have like written hate across both parts of the two-part issue or if she really wanted to get me she would have written like eight parts you know an eight-part note on all eight parts of the dark phoenix saga that that would have gotten my attention and made me realize oh perhaps i didn't treat this young lady the way that i should have um jeff have you ever been so mad at someone that you would do something the equivalent of this and I'm going to Jeff before Will for no reason. I'm just, uh, you know, just extending the conversation. I don't think I've defaced anyone's property like that. So yeah. I can't think of a situation similar. No. Yeah. No, I mean, I I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I can, I, I can imagine someone doing this to me. But I can't imagine being in a situation. And I don't, I don't know. Look, this guy probably cheated on her. And then it's like, all right, you know, apparently he literally fucked around and found out. You know, and uh, let me give credit to uh, at Aaron Myers on Twitter is who brought this to my attention, because I do hate when people you know use social media and they don't give credit to the person. And I don't even think I follow Aaron Myers. I think just somebody commented on it. And I was like, oh, my God, the angry girlfriend variant. I hadn't thought about it uh, in a while. <laughs> it's called the angry girlfriend variant. Yeah, no, it's, it's known was, as, as that. if there was yeah. multiple copies of yeah. it, but they're so rare. She should have done. And Ghost yeah, says she... I've I've uh, I have been, a fa- I assume, a fan of Ghost Rider since 1995. My ghostwriter growing up was Danny Ketch, the 90s ghostwriter. That might have been a comment to something else. In the show. I just, if ghost talks, I listen. Uh, ghost 
is a, a great friend of our Marvel shows, uh, Marvel Movie Talk, uh, returning soon on Thursdays here on the Blackcast YouTube channel. Uh, he has um, he has he has uh, lost favor of a few of my co-hosts and guests over the years. Uh, at a certain point, he decided that Zia was uh, worthless trash which I decided 30 seconds after talking to her for the first time. Uh, but, you know, it took him a little while to realize. I think there was an opinion that he disagreed. And uh, our friend uh, Jeff Williams didn't like, I think doesn't like water dragons, I believe. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong. And uh, Ghost, I'm Team Ghost 8386 all the way. I'm with you. They're basically dead to me, uh, but I still do shows with them. Uh, but uh, I want Ghost to stay on my side. So, uh, but, uh, I think ghost still likes me ghost don't write all over my, uh, I, well, I don't have amazing Spider-Man 14. Um, I do have a, a very beaten up copy of amazing Spider-Man 121. the, uh, spoiler alert, death of Gwen Stacy. It's a spoiler alert from, uh, 51 years ago. Mm. Um, no, it's 50 years. No, it's this year. It's 50 years this year because they're going to do variants to commemorate it. And people are starting to ask like, should you really be commemorating 50 years since the death of Gwen Stacy? You know, especially since he eventually brought back clones. And then I, and then I think, you know, some version of her is around now, but, uh, um, much- how much do you think the uh, Captain America Winter Soldier popsicle variant would be worth? <laughs> but the question really is, would it be delicious? Yes, it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> was it? It was the Winter Soldier. I forgot that that that's what that's mm-hmm. what happened. It was the, but it was a trade paperback. So honestly, the value was, uh, yeah, that was back when. When Jeff was like, I'm going to borrow some comics and eat a very melty snack. <laughs> well, the best part, it was like a, a bomb pop or a firecracker or whatever. So it was red, white, and blue. So I was just yeah. being patriotic. It was, no, it was on brand. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't like you doused yourself in honey and then you were like, and now I'm going to read Daredevil 227. <laughs> you know? Um, but in any case, I... Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I think it's, it's fun to remember. Will, do you think that there's... Uh, ever been a situation where you could have seen someone uh, creating a, a uh, angry girlfriend variant of uh, something that, uh, that, that you won't. Hmm. And I'll extend that question to anyone in the chat or uh, listening to the, uh, the audio version. After the fact, you can tweet us at Blackcast or me at Christian DMZ. I don't think so. I mean, I don't think I've made it apparent that like I value my comic books more than the person I've been with. Well, right. well, I mean, there's there's one, but <laughs> time you didn't. No, what I'm realizing yeah. is what I'm realizing is there was somebody that I broke up with who who responded in a very uh, listen. Hurting someone is not is not fun, no, but this person res- responded in a very <laughs> what felt like a childish way. So. Uh, like everything I bought them was immediately like on the street in front of their apartment with like a note, oh. you know, whatever, like everything in a bag, like in- inclu- uh, including the twin kittens you got them. They were yeah, like, both nope. cats, dad, yeah, <laughs> drowned in the ri- LA river. <laughs> yeah, take a video of it. You don't fuck with cats, is what I said. And then we caught her. Um, so I, not quite that extreme, but I remember being like, this, 
I'm sorry I hurt you, but this feels like a, this feels a little dramatic. This is a little uh, overreaction. And yeah. um, I I, I'm just going to ask a simple question. I, mm. I believe I've I've met the lady in question. I believe you uh, have. I, yeah, I believe she was at a, end, I believe she was at a Halloween party. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 And no further we questions. All smoke weed together. Yes, that's right. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> well, I, remember, I remember freaking out that night. I was like, I'm too high. Jeff's like, just relax, enjoy it. I'm like, I can't remember anything we're talking about 30 seconds after we talk about it. I, <laughs> yeah, neither can uh, Dominicus Saxon. Before we wind things up here, uh, my first wife did not remember that you were married more than once. My first wife was so glad to be rid of me, she even paid my court costs for the divorce. That's nice. But I've never had any exes ruin my stuff. Yeah, that's just like that's oh. a cost of doing business. Yeah. And uh, he all Dominicus also said the water dragon in Shang-Chi is an authentic, uh, oriental, I believe, Asian dragon from their myths but i still love ghost and jeff and can't remember which one said what yeah that's what they fought about i love them both that's that's where we're at the one uh the jeff one seems thing, to have a point i just i thought of one thing it was nobody to face my stuff but the person who i was uh entangled with when i first met you guys when we were working on dennis's show yeah did punch me in the head because she wanted to go through my phone and i was like no but we were never even really officially together she was just so the girl that you showed up at my birthday party with with a broken arm that uh, there different was nothing... person oh, okay <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a different broad who fell down the stairs she... was it pj no not pj <laughs> no it was uh uh charlene oh. i don't remember she was I, my I, roommate I yeah oh <laughs> okay yeah How, what do we think that uh, a certain person that bujenski used to date what would she just she probably destroyed a lot of his things oh i'm sure honestly <laughs> i think she would have let him destroy all of her things and oh. uh just remembering some notes that she left around <laughs> <laughs> the one in the bathroom there's that one yep. Yep. what there's that one what is this yeah. well it's going to have to be a story for another time because we're out of time here on the black cast. Uh, as always, uh, don't look for Jeff DeRay. He doesn't want to be found, but you can find him here on the black cast. Will Sterling at Will Sterling underscore history rated R wherever f podcasts are found. Uh, and then also uh, can we, do we know anything about the book? Can you give us a title? Can you give us a hint, anything, or is it all? Um, I'm going to start. Yeah. I'm going to be uh, starting to post uh, things about it on social media here soon. I've got my cover final. I'm just waiting for some materials, you know, so I can yeah. kind of roll cool. it out. All right. There's going to be a course, teaser trailer for the for the trailer. Runs with nine coughs. <laughs> and we're going to end on uh, the question that Dominicus Saxon asked, minute. which like, head what? got punched? Which head got punched? Oh, uh, that's, I, uh, that's all the time we have for now. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. Subscribe to the Black Cats YouTube channel, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-D. And we'll see you next time on... The Bladcast. Thank you for listening to The Bladcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Bladcast. You can also subscribe to the audio version wherever podcasts are found. Like The Bladcast on Facebook, follow at Bladcast on Twitter and Instagram, and of course, the man responsible for what you just heard is on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. I'm Farad Muhammad, and if you want me to voice your podcast intro, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at F-A-R-D-M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D. We will see you next time on The Bladcast.